That's what's wrong. There it was. I had a button, wrong button pressed, everybody. Sorry about that. Had the wrong button pressed. Now the right button is pressed, and now the show can begin. It's the best show. My name's Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of the thing. Boy, we're going to have fun tonight. 201-332-3484 is the number. If you want to call and get in on the action, phone lines are open right now, not a uh, uh, everyday occurrence. Let us just start this thing and get it rolling and get going. Best show. night installment here every Tuesday night and loving it rocking and rolling to the till the start of Wednesday we do it every Tuesday night I've been doing it Tuesday nights since the beginning of time and looky loo here I am again What a blessing. 
Oh, what a blessing. And you, hopefully someday you too will be blessed the way I am. It's, 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 it's within your reach. Just sink, uh, enormous amounts of money into building, uh, uh, something that basically will bleed money and, uh, repeat until, uh, until you're dead. And there you go. Oh, the best show. My name's Tom. I'm the host. What did we hear? The music. That was some good music. It's good stuff, man. We played it a few weeks ago. David Arvidan. Uh, the best of David Arvidan, Volume 1. It's on the Mighty Mouth record label. What a great album. I love this so much. All I really know is You Got Soul. Really great. Mighty Mouth Records. I believe you can you can find their stuff uh, if you go to. Let's look. Don't want to get it wrong. Go to almostreadyrecords.com. It's uh, Mighty Mouth, I believe, is a division of Almost Ready. I'm not sure. I think it's under the same umbrella. Go to almostreadyrecords.com and get all the so many good things they've put out, including that amazing uh, liquor store album, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Did they put that out? I love that album so much in the garden. So good. Pride in New Jersey liquor store. Oh, before that, Royal Trucks. The all-timers. All-time greats. Back to school, we heard. That was uh, from a 7-inch. Called Back to School, but you can also get it as the... uh, there was a collection, Singles Live, Unreleased, uh, which Drag City put out, and you can get all that stuff over at DragCity.com. Can't miss it. Royal Trucks. Think about this, man. Just wrap your head around this for a second. You got this band Pussy Galore, right? They're basically the, ne- the n- next coming of the Rolling Stones, pretty much. 80s version. As the Rolling Stones went in the when the the turlet pussy galore show up as if as if uh, life is some eternal push and pull as if there's a, a non-stop flow to these things as Mick Jagger starts uh, putting on the uh, the Eagles jersey and dancing around stadiums out of the uh, 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 out of the spiritual ashes of that rise pussy galore then pussy galore flame out and out of the ashes of that come imagine this the rolling stones break up and what do they do they give birth to multiple bands so many bands came out of pussy galore john spencer blues explosion royal trucks howling hex free kitten STP. There were so many things. I'm, I know I'm missing some. But imagine if the Rolling Stones gave birth to all these other Rolling Stones. Then you have like 
through the 90s, you have the Royal Trucks and, and John Spencer Blues Explosion. It's like the Beatles and the Stones, but they're both the Stones. And they're trying to outstones the... St- Look, they already outstone. Look, between the people from Royal, from Pussy Glore, they, uh, the Rolling Stones take a second, a backseat there. I'm sorry. They made more great records. The numbers don't lie. Just run the numbers, man. Some of those Rolling Stones albums not so hot, man. I'm telling you. Sticky Fingers, but half of Sticky Fingers is good. There's a couple turkeys on that one. Can't You Hear Me Knocking? It's so awesome. And then suddenly, halfway through, it becomes the worst song you ever heard in your life. It's like sub-Santana all of a sudden. And look, I like some Santana. You watch uh, Soul Survivor at Woodstock? That kid on drums? What's his face? Was that Ansley Dunbar? That dude stole the show, man. He stole Woodstock. It's one of the all-time great drumming performances in history. He out, he out soloed. He played better guitar. He, he, he was a better lead dude on drums than, than Carlos Santana was in Santana. This dude stole stole his own band right from when he was like 18. And those were the days when you'd see, when a band would be playing a thing and people just hang out on stage. You ever see those shows? Video from the 60s and 70s, bands just rocking out and then just their friends are just standing there, like leaning on amplifiers, watching, like they're just hanging out on stage. There must have been one day where Someone was just like, you guys can't be on the stage anymore uh, watching your friends play. I'm telling you, man. Michael Shreve, Michael Shreve, is that who it was? See the drummer? The guy from Hassas? Really? Not Ansley Dunbar. Ansley Dunbar ended up in uh, Jefferson Starship, right? I wanna ride, ride the tiger. Imagine that, too. This band, Jefferson Airplane. One day, they come out and suddenly they say, We're not an airplane anymore. We're a starship. And look, rest in peace, Paul Cantor, Cantner, right? Some of that guitar stuff, man, on those first few uh, Jefferson Airplane albums, you can't beat that stuff. That dude, listen to the mono version of After Bathing at Baxter's. That's some heavy-duty uh, heavy uh, SF trash, man. I, I, I love it. I love it. Mono version of After Bathing at Baxter's. I think Sundays put out a reissue of it. But yeah. It was both bands were trying to be like there was no but neither of them wanted to be the Beatles. You ever hear all these people talk about the wrongs wrong stunt? I, I saw him last year. 
They're better than ever. No, they're not. I don't care what they're doing up there. They're not better than ever. They're better than ever. They're more, I mean, they're more locked in than ever. They're not. It's not possible. It just mathematically, if we're running the numbers here, people, the numbers say that the Pussy Galore offshoot bands beat the entirety of, the entirety of that invalid, not invalidates. So, it, 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 it beats what the Rolling Stones did. It just does. And it's like, oh, maybe the Rolling Stones will come back. Could you, I could not imagine. I could not, I mean, when they say, how much are tickets? $300? Oh, so you'll pay me $300 to see it? Oh, that's still a little low. What about four? Oh, you want me to pay 300 Oh, yeah, no, that's not happening. So I could uh, watch these uh, d- dudes. It's like, uh, if I want to see that action, I'll go to a Hometown Buffet. Right? It's like Hometown Buffet with guitars. And what started us off? This album by White Reaper. White Reaper does it again. It's on the polyvinyl label. What a great album. We heard Make Me Want to Die. Polyvinyl Records. Polyvinylrecords.com. What a great album. Yeah, but could you imagine putting on Goat's Head Soup? Could you imagine that? I could not imagine putting that on. And then that one sleepwalker, uh, was that black and blue? Got that one, the Memory Motel. That's a good song. Yeah, it's a fool to cry's okay. But it's like Angie. It's like a reheated Angie. Right? I got no time. Sorry, guys. I got no time for the Rolling Stones. Not not my scene, man. Not my scene. Oh. Fred from Honolulu going off on Twitter. Rolling Stones is straight unredeemable trash. And you're going to have to explain that to your children. This guy's mad just because, uh, admittedly, he's carrying a little rage because uh, post-Super Bowl. Didn't Bruno Mars push him into, into a, like a fish tank at an aquarium or something I can't remember the story there was something because Fred from Honolulu Bruno Mars is uh, from Honolulu as well or from Hawaii as well I believe and I think Fred he had a run in with Fred where Fred he pushed him in a like an eel tank or something I can't even remember what the story was Phone number 201-3-323-484. Best show. Hi, Tom. Hi. How you doing? It's going good. Who's this? This is Josh from Lincoln, Nebraska. Josh from Lincoln, Nebraska. What's up in Lincoln, Nebraska tonight? 
Well, it's cold, dark, got a bunch of snow, uh, sitting around the house having a cocktail. Mm -hmm. And uh, how are you tonight? Very good, very good. Well, what's, hey, on, what's on your mind, Chief? Well, I want to let you know last week with the uh, Cohen brothers, I thought you hit a home run with that. Thank you. Great, great segment. Um, I had a question for you. Um, I love uh, Breakfast with the King. Is uh, Mike going to have anything else? Uh, you know, is he have anything on the burner right He's now? He's working on some stuff, and also he is working on some stuff. All right. And when you um, when you breakfast with the king, let's give it a little bit of context. AP Mike, the associate producer of the best show, he um has been expanding his repertoire. He recorded a, a song Breakfast with the King and he did, he had a, he has a, a, ch a children's uh book. So you'd call it Mike and a, uh, what else, what else does he have also? He's another song up there. Michael Perry on his, on his, uh, Bandcamp page. APMike.bandcamp.com. You can check all those songs out. That's uh, awesome. Uh, Tom? He has other things in the work. Yes, he does. He has other work. things in the work. He, uh, I'm, uh, he's, 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 he's being a little coy with it and I don't blame him. He's not, he's not a, Mike doesn't brag beforehand. He does the stuff, which I like about him. I like uh, I like a lot of things about Mike, but that's one of the things I like about him. He's he, he makes he does these things and and he pushes himself and tries new things. He's got a couple. Th I think he should do an album. I would love a full album. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, Tom, a couple months ago, you had uh, Darren from work on the phone. And uh, the New Bridge Wall segment. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been like a few months, and like I'm, I'm still like rolling over it. It was one of the greatest moments I've ever heard. Oh well, thank you. I'm glad. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed yeah, it. You and John, it was like a, just like 45 oh, minutes of pure genius. Uh, hey, um, are you going to any of the uh, Dave Gilmore shows here? Uh, no, I'm not. Spring? No, no. With Mike. Are me and Mike going? No, I'm not going. Mike, Mike, Mike's welcome to go himself. I will not be uh, joining him. I was just wondering. I, I don't know. I, what am I going to watch him? Play? What's he going to do? He's going to do songs from those those drippy solo albums. Yeah, well, right? he's got a new album out. I'm guessing he probably haven't partaken. That sucks. Oh. Everything I've heard this dude do sucks. Without well, uh, without uh, Pink Floyd. Yeah, um, I was wondering if Bryce might be at the show. Do you, I don't know. I might bump into him. You might. You might. Well, he hasn't called in a while. All right, goodbye. What is this, uh, 20 questions? Best show. Hey, Tom, it's Sam from Austin, Texas calling. Sam from Austin, Texas. What's up, Sam? That last so, guy was a I good call. Let me just say, that last guy was a good call. I just, that was a... Uh, I just uh, I felt like it was uh, that that Easy E record where he's uh, being grilled. No more questions. You know that Easy E song where the 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 interviewers asking him questions, and then at the end he just like goes off at the end. You know that one, that Easy E record. I don't know. Not familiar. So what's up, Chief? Uh, I just wanted to, I don't want to belabor the issue here, but I wanted to wish you a happy birthday. 
And, uh, you know, furthermore, just say how grateful I am for everything that you do. Oh, that's sweet of you to say. And all the joy. I mean, I, I, if I could give you back half of what you've given to, to me and everybody else. Ha- it'll never happen. It's impossible. It's impossible. I'm here to be drained. I'm like what pre-cut is basically what I am. Remember Minority Report, the people in the tanks? I'm one of those. Depression movie. Yes. I'm a precog being drained, spitting out a wooden ball here and there. Can't pay a precog back, man. Well, regardless, I, I appreciate it, and uh, I just hope you have a happy birthday, and I'm going to keep listening to the show. Well, thank you, buddy. You have a great night. Best show. Hello? Yeah, what's up? Who's this? Hey, uh, this is Henry. Henry, where are you calling from? Hey, I'm calling from New York. New York? Where in New York? Uh, Kind of like Lower East Side around. Lower East Side? We've been a little cagey there. What, do you got a deal yeah, going? Gonna... What, do you got a deal going? Right? What, are you going to buy, uh, some, no, you're gonna buy gonna some junk? No, I'm just not going to give away my address. You're going to buy some junk? Some what? Some junk. You know what oh, I'm talking yeah. about, junk. Yeah, that was right? like 20 years ago. All right, don't buy some junk. Seriously. Okay, I just had um uh, uh an offensive song that I think was a little obvious that might have slipped through last week. Okay, what is the offensive song? Uh, China Girl. Yeah, you know, I I got you. I think the I think if you listen to the Iggy Pop version, you get the uh, the intent of the thing a little more uh, than the than the uh, kind of mayonnaise-y David Bowie version. Yeah, I know that one. I guess the the video in the Bowie one is what really yeah, that video that video is a pile of junk. Yeah. I stumble that, uh... into town <laughs> dressed like a sacred cow. Visions of swastikas in my head. You got to admit, he got the word swastikas in a song. That counts for yeah. something, right? I don't know if it's something yeah, I mean, good. He, I guess he got pretty into that for a while. He did. He couldn't shake it. He couldn't shake. He gave a, a Nazi salute in '75. And yeah, thin were... white Duke, right? Yes, I think the thin white Duke was a Nazi. I don't think David Bowie was. Um. I like how, but there was a thing where he did that salute, and then everybody's like, "Ooh, you did the salute," and then he like denied it. He what he should have said was, "Guys, what part of milk and cocaine did you miss during that stretch? I was not a human being at that point. The idea that I coughed out station to station while consuming nothing but milk and cocaine." Yeah, I might throw I might throw up a Heil Hitler now and again, and it's wrong, but it was not a logical person at that point. Yeah, he, it's wrong. Of course, it's wrong. It's the worst thing imaginable. Yeah, I read he was like, oh, I, I was scratching, or I don't know, he was reaching for something. Oh, he should have just. He yeah. should own the way Michael Richards. Uh, Michael Richards. I just, I don't know what I did. There's just so much anger in the world. Michael Richards just said, look, I tried to do stand-up comedy. I'm not funny in that way. I bombed, panicked, 
and then leaned on racism to bail me out. And again, I'm terrible at this. So I, so I, it came, it was wildly racist what I did up there. Yeah, you know what's fun with that is to watch um, Seinfeld, and then when he comes up, just play the audio from his rant whenever he walks in the room. Well, you have a weird house okay. if that's what you're doing there, buddy. I want nothing to do with that. Thanks for the call. Best show. Hey, Tom. This is Rob from Rochester, New York. How are you doing? Who is this now? Rob from Rochester, New York. Rob from Rochester, New York. What's up, Rob? Hey, uh, got something for the uh, offensive songs. What do you got? Offensive? Because last week we were talking about offensive songs. And I said Bad, Bad Leroy Brown is the most offensive song ever. What do you got? Well, you you definitely did sell me on Bad, Bad Leroy Brown. But Mm -hmm. uh, the song that really came to mind for me was Maxwell's Silver Hammer. Okay. Because, uh, you know, you got this dance hall song and it's basically glorifying this guy is going around killing women. I mean, that's just not cool, you know? Yeah, of course it's not. I don't. Look. So, yeah. And I think I think the Beatles got a couple others in their repertoire, you know? Like Run For Your Life. Come on. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. And even, the, uh, even No Reply, you know? I mean, they got that line about... I love that one song. People. All right. I love that one song when he goes, uh, when John Lennon goes, I used to be cruel to my woman, I beat her, and kept her apart from the things that she loved. Remember that song? Man, I was mean, but I'm back on the scene, and I'm doing the best that I can, yeah. How is it that Manson didn't pull, Manson was clearly pulling stuff from that, from the John Lennon side of that Beatles thing. Yeah, and then, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but Phillips used that for a TV ad. That was a high point, too. Yeah. They uh, promoted uh, beating women with, uh, I used to be cruel to my woman, I beat her, and kept her apart from the things that she loved. There was this movie I was watching the other day, Manson Girls, was on Lifetime. Uh-huh. What an awesome TV movie that was. Really good. Just what the world needed now, a sexy Charles Manson. Like, the dude they oh. had playing Charles Manson, it was like a total CW kind of dude. And the the girls were all like, like, like that that was a, 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 a brutal environment there. Charles Manson was like a weird little filthy bridge troll. And nobody was, nobody was bathing out there. Yeah. They were all, they were all just like desert trash. But then this movie, it was like all like sexy. It was like all the sexy family. Oh. I almost barfed. Sounds pretty horrible. It was, it was, yeah, you're right. It was sick, bro. It was sick. I couldn't handle it. Sexy no. Manson. I, I can't picture that being on Lifetime either. That doesn't... I well, none of these actually. channels make any sense anymore. And look... I know I'm going to get blasted now because why do you always talk about television so much on the show? Why do you always talk about television? Sorry, what do you want to talk about next? We'll talk about Ask the Dust next, okay? We'll go deep (laughs) into John Fonte and make you nerds happy. (laughs) Right, Mike? I'll walk the walk. I ain't half as dumb as I seem. 
So what do you, what do you want? Uh, thanks for the call, bro. So, a couple things to keep in mind. Did you guys know that Valentine's Day is this weekend? It's only well, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, five days away. Oh, my goodness. Thank goodness we have Pro Flowers on our side, right? ProFlowers.com, guys and gals. That's right. A lady can send flowers to a guy. This is the 21st century. This is not an episode of uh, uh, Daddy, Make Room for Daddy. It's the future. We're living in it right now. Anybody can send flowers to anybody for Valentine's Day. The whole thing is about love. Proflowers.com. They're offering best show listeners a dozen red roses plus a free glass vase and chocolates for only $29.99. Or do it right and upgrade to a romantic long stem rose deal with premium vase, chocolates, and spa kit for $9.99 more. Go to proflowers.com and use my offer code best show. Now look, proflowers. These flowers, they, 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 they're guaranteed to last seven days or more, your money back. They sent me some of these roses. I saw them. They're beautiful. This is a nice package. Somebody gets this on Valentine's Day? You can show uh, you show what the deal is, where your heart is. Quick, easy delivery for Valentine's Day guaranteed if you go right now and order. Can't beat the price and convenience. ProFlowers takes care of all the details. So what you do, you go to ProFlowers.com. Click on the blue microphone in the top right corner and type in Best Show. That's ProFlowers.com. Click on that microphone and type in my code Best Show. Don't wait for the weekend. Order today. This deal expires Friday at midnight. You want them to get there on time? Order now. As the late, great John Pignette would have said during his hilariously uh, sensitive buffet routine, you go now. Proflowers.com Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. And websites. What's the deal with websites, right? You need a website. It's hard to do. You're trying to build the thing. You're learning code. You got the book on your lap. It's fallen. You, you, you're in a panic and a frustrated tailspin the whole thing's collapsing right around you you don't know what to do well that's why we have squarespace and i want to throw it over to my friend 
who's going to tell you more about Squarespace, Warren Oates, everybody. My friend Warren Oates. Let me tell you all about <laughs> What are you trying to kill me? Dos huevos, por favor. I want to tell you all about Squarespace. When I was buying that car in two-lane blacktop, I didn't have a website then because it was 1970. But look, you're trying to build a website? Squarespace offers professionally designed websites that look great regardless of skill level, no quoting required, intuitive and easy-to-use tools. Get a free domain if you sign up for a year. Well, thank you, Warren. He just left. Warren Oates just left. I'll take it from here, Warren. Squarespace. You need that website. It's 21st century. Got to get your, your, your thing out there. The thing you're passionate and excited about. You need a website to showcase it. So go to squarespace.com. They'll help you put the site together. It'll look beautiful. It'll be, it'll be security and stability. You can trust on them with their 24-7 online uh, customer support. And they'll help with the website. You start with a trial, no credit card required. You go to squarespace.com. Make sure to use the offer code BESTSHOW to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for The Best Show with Tom Sharpling. We thank Squarespace for their support of The Best Show. Oh, here comes War Notes. He wants to say their uh, catchphrase. Squarespace, you should. And he just left again. How about that? War Notes popping in. If anybody moves, kill them. Remember that, Mike? The Wild Bunch. He was in that. He was also in... Uh, what was he in? He was in uh, something I just watched again. Oh, the shooting he was in. He was always in those Monty Hellman movies. Remember when he was in Tulane Blacktop? With that car? Yeah, the GTO. Must, what was his name? His name was GTO. But the thing is, man, he had this car. He just bought it. He couldn't race that thing. Not like Dennis Wilson and James Taylor. In some alternate universe, those dudes kept doing movies. And then James Taylor would be talking about like he was like a cool dude. Not just like this drip wearing a a Red Sox cap playing. Ain't it time and funny? We know, no, 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 we. Right? Well, I've seen fire and I've seen rain. (sighs) James Taylor. Should have stuck with the movies, James. You were on to something. Best show. Hey, Tom. Happy birthday. This is Sean from Los Angeles. Oh, Sean. Thank you so much. Do I know this, Sean? No, we've never met before. All right. Where in Los Angeles are you right now? Uh, right now I'm in Los Feliz. Oh, cool neighborhood, right? Uh, yeah. I don't live here, but it's nice. If you had to get to a place that 
sells bicycles, how fast could you get there? Oh, man. Uh, pretty quickly, I guess. I'm sure you could. So what's up, Chief? Uh, I just I was at a bar the other day here in Los Angeles, mm. and uh, when I walked in, they were playing One in a Million by Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Cool song. The most offensive song I could think of. That's a pretty offensive song. But it's a character. Don't you get it? It's a character. That was always the grace when these guys. It's a character singing the song. Really? Tell me more about this character, Axel Rose. Please, let's hear. Let me, let's get a little deeper in your character work. Yeah, get, get, listen, what, what are you, a uh, Stanislavski guy? What are you, uh, what are you studying with Roy London? Because I'm working with uh, Roy London. Roy London, the guy who uh, has has trained great actors like Gary Shandling and David Spade. Oh, boy. Get a refund check uh, what, on that one. Wasn't Roy <laughs> London one of the directors? Like besides being uh, Gary Shandling's acting coach, he directed a few of the episodes of uh, oh, Larry Sanders? I'm sure he did. You read any of this... Uh, this uh, Larry Sanders stuff, or watch any of this guy. Uh, it's Gary Shandling, who burned me bad on Twitter a few years ago, and is forever. He's on. We used to have a thing on the show called the Hate Pit, where we threw uh, people who uh, who I thought were uh, worthy of being in a pit that was just filled with garbage people. But the the hate pit's gone now. Now we have something called Planet Toilet. And there's one resident on it, Gary Shandling. But you hear him on these... these uh, and look, I asked him a fair and square question on Twitter. He's answering fans' questions. And this, uh, this uh, raving egotist could not handle a question that in any way put him... Uh, made him hurt his, his feelings... Uh, so that he's on the scene. He's always talking about Roy London. Roy did that. Roy did that. Roy. Roy London. Can you imagine this guy acting? This guy's taking acting classes. Roy London's probably just like, uh, hey, maybe uh, go a little easy on uh, mentioning I taught you how to act. Uh, you're not so good. So you got uh, David Spade and and Gary Shandling. This is the guy who taught those those uh, those uh, master thespians how to uh, patrol the stage. What light shines from yon window? It is the moon. Yeah, hey, Gary Shandling. No, you stay. Have fun on Planet Toilet, bro. You earned it. You earned it. You're a one hit. You're the Don McLean of comedy. One massive hit, and then out. Didn't do a GD thing after that, right, Mike? What else did he do? What else did he do other than keep the plastic surgery uh, uh, community <laughs> in? in uh, Made sure they they could always get a new Corvette. Oh, Thanks man. for the call, bro. Best show. Hi, Tom. My oh. name's Ian. I'm from Winnipeg, Canada. 
from Winnipeg. What's up? In wait, who is this now? My name's Ian. Ian. Ian, yeah. Ian from Winnipeg. Yes. What's up in Winnipeg tonight, bro? It's very cold. It's a what you? No. Yeah. Surprise! It's about four below zero, I think, equivalent in Fahrenheit. Jeepers creepers! That's cold. Indeed. Yeah. Anyways, I have a song for the topic. What do you got? Every picture tells a story by Rod Stewart. A particular section of that song. Is he, one of these, is he talking about Asian ladies or something, right? Yes. Yeah, I've had to banish it from my iPod because I can't make excuses for stuff like that anymore. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. And if I could follow up the Axl Rose thing yeah. about him playing a character. Yeah, yeah. The character is, uh, from what I can tell, is an angry guy, insecure from the Midwest. Yeah. And that's, I think that's pretty much Axl Rose. Yeah. Well, he was using his past to inform this character. When he was sure. sitting there, when he was workshopping this character from one in a million. Yeah. It's a character! Right? Wow! Yeah. Can't wait for that reunion tour. Right? Yeah. Get him up there. Remember uh, when he did that one show and he was all out of breath? Remember he did that one yeah. MTV Awards and he ran. He was so excited. Yeah. He hadn't been on stage in like eight years. And he runs out. And he, he ran so fast. He was so pumped up. He peaked way too early. And suddenly he's like sucking wind on Welcome to the yeah. Jungle. Like one second in, he's like, oh, Welcome to the... Oh, oh, oh. We got fun. Animal. Damn, you got a very. Is that all gone? Money, honey. Jungle. Knees. Bleed. I remember that because they had to segue into one of those slow songs from the Chinese democracy. Yeah. Just to give them, like. So he can like sit down for a better yeah. Madagascar, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe it was Madagascar. Yeah. All right. Look, what else is going on up there, Chief? Uh, not much. Just uh, just sitting back, listening to the show, and just uh, reading uh, the uh, volume three of Saga. Very nice. Might. Yeah. I haven't started it yet. Can't it's wait. It's a heck of a great great book. Looking forward to it. Thanks, buddy. All right, Best show. Hello? Hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Chris in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. Chris in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. What's up, Chief? Not too much. Happy birthday, Tom. Why, thank you. That uh, Warren Oates Squarespace ad was uh, pretty delightful. Oh, I'm glad uh, he 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 stops by once, and he usually just hovers in the background. Doesn't say I can't believe unlike. they got him. Yes. Uh, um, so I have a song. All right. Um, it's a song called "Around the World" by the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. How does that one go? It's like a lot of that Anthony Kiedis rapping about him going from like place to place, but mm -hmm. the chorus. One of the choruses, 
he replaces a couple lines with like sort of ching chong song language. That's great. That I don't think I don't I I, I don't I don't think the gong at the end of things has also. Uh, I, I there was a Sonic commercial that that had a gong in it. Now it's like a new one. <laughs> like it had the one. You ever see these Sonic commercials? Basically, it's about these two. It's about these two guys. They just got out of uh, jail for their sex offenders. <laughs> <laughs> these two sex offenders just get out of prison. <laughs> they first thing they do is is murder a guy and steal his car, dump his body in the trunk, then drive to Sonic. And then they eat at Sonic all the time. These two, I, I these passed two by Sonic for the, for the first time in a while, and every mm-hmm. time I drive past one, I just assume that those guys are sitting in a car in the lot of the Sonic. But the thing you don't get is that the guy is still alive in the trunk. <laughs> they, didn't, they thought they killed him, but they didn't kill him. He's screaming. I would trunk. read that mystery novel about... About that, but then Elmore there was Leonard, Elmore Leonard book about yeah. the Sonic. Guys. Yeah, or what's his face there? Uh, it's, uh, the, the the dragon tattoo, right? <laughs> the dudes at the the dudes at the uh, fast food, uh, right? What would it be called? What do you call the if 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 that guy wrote uh, another? Uh, Another uh, uh, book, but it was about the Sonic people. Look, I know that guy's dead, but <laughs> a posthumous release. Yeah, but yeah, the guy that, that they stole the car from is still alive in the trunk. He's blood. He's bleeding to death, but mm-hmm. he's still back there, screaming. And then the one commercial I saw recently, the one guy was like, they were eating these mini hot dogs, right? And then the one guy goes, yeah, my niece, Hannah, or whatever he said, back here. And she's in a karate gi. And she starts doing, and she grabs, like, the the thing from the other guy, the hot dog from his hand. And then mm-hmm. then there's, like, a gong, a gong sound as it goes. It's just like, there, are, there are a lot of songs with just little, like, sort of weird there's a lot of songs about chinatown that just use lots of like those minor chord changes that are kind of just inherently offensive yeah like there'll be a song where it'll be like going on and so it'll be like and then then it'll be like like they Mm -hmm. drop that in like there's that terrible band song shootout in chinatown that just uses that Oh wait, a t- uh, the band have a terrible song. <laughs> band have two good songs. Band have two good songs, right? Bom, 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 bom. They got that one, right? <laughs> What's that one called again? The one that Joan Baez does a better version of. The night they drove. Billy, what's that song again? Billy crashes my. What is it again? Is my <laughs> name and I work on the. Like my brother before me, I'm a working man. 
No, it's like my father above me, I'm a working man, that one, right? And like my brother above me. Joan Baez's version is better than the band's version. Virgil, Virgil Kane, thank you. Not Billy Crash. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then there's that other song that's good, uh, good is, uh, is the one, uh, what's, the, what's the other good one, Mike? The weight? Yeah, the weight might be the other good one. Yeah. The weight, the, the yeah. version of that with the staple singers is, is pretty great. What's that from, uh, the last, the last waltz? waltz? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That movie makes you feel like you're you, you just like I've never seen a movie cre- create more uh, of, of the tryptophan uh, feel than that. <laughs> I can taste. I can. I feel sleepy watching that. You can feel those. You never. You never gr- feel so, just, so tired watching so many people strung out on tons yeah. and tons of cocaine. Yeah. I'll say this: I can't blame these dudes for doing uh, a ton of coke back there. They just ate turkey all night. <laughs> now they got to go do a show. <laughs> and also this. Imagine how grimy that food was, man. Where was it? The Fillmore West or whatever? I got to get some weird hippie bringing me out uh, to ta- mashed potatoes. Right? I'm, I'm now wondering if there's any account of the food. At the, like if anyone talked at length about the quality of the food. Yeah. Tur- yeah. I'm at a rock club. Some filthy rock club, and they're bringing Thanksgiving dinner out for me. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Oh, hey, wait. Where? Where the? Uh, where the? Uh, where's the sweet potato pie? Yet. Is that hippie gonna bring any more sweet? But is, is that hippie gonna bring any more uh, cranberry sauce out? Imagine a lot of people eating with their hands at that concert. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is- Grimy <laughs> rock show people shoveling turkey and cranberry sauce. Hey man, where's more stuffing, man? <laughs> right? I want more stuffing, man. Oh, <laughs> where's the stuffing? Hey man, I thought there was supposed to be more gravy. Oh. Yeah, imagine how gross that food must have been. That day. Uh, I never about, really thought uh, about that they before. Fed, but they that's... fed everybody. It was a Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, at, at some rock club, some. Bill Graham probably cheaping out like nobody's business on the on the food, probably getting turkeys at Kmart, right? Bill Graham turkeys, yes. Yeah, yeah I'm sure Bill Graham only pulled the trigger for the finest, the finest <laughs> food for these filthy hippies at this show. And cameras yeah. everywhere, too. What a disaster that must have been. There's cameras everywhere. Thanksgiving food being served by filthy hippies. Like everybody likes three band songs. If you have, if you have a half a brain in your head, you 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 like three of them maybe. But any of these people like oh, the band ruined rock music. You can make a case they ruined rock music. They were the first people to take it seriously. Everybody else was having fun. The book, okay, the Beatles started with the Sgt. Pepper, which is the worst thing they ever did. But then the band took it to new heights when suddenly they're like, no, this is re- this is reverent stuff, guys. Uh, this is meant to be taken so seriously. Uh, rock music, please. Let's. Yeah, right. 
but that series, they made the song called Shootout in Chinatown. And that's... This, part in it. Pretty, pretty offensive. It is. Chris? It's awfully, it's awfully offensive, yeah. I'm sure it is. I don't know it because I don't listen to that stuff. I tried listening to, the amount of times I've tried to listen to the band and be like, let me give it one more chance. Nope. Never works. Thank you for the call, Chris. Thank you. So. Yeah, last week, uh, Super the Super Bowl. This is what happened last week. I uh, the Super Bowl was on Sunday, right? Did you at the Super Bowl? And then I uh, I went by. Uh, I had to go to New York to work on Sunday, so I was on my way in. I was like, "Hey, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna swing by Masses Tavern in Bayonne." I think my friend AP Mike is tending bar on Sunday mornings. I go to Bayonne, and he was. You were there, he was. And look, I know I build this stuff up about masses. This place is perfectly fine. So I go in. Mike's like, oh, Mike was, oh, what are you? It was nice to see Mike. And look, it's very nice in there. Mike gives me a seltzer. Doesn't give it to me. I put down 10 bucks. Drank that thing. Slapped 10 bucks on the bar and walked out. Then Mike tells me. Mike's like, yeah, as soon as you left. Those guys wanted to know. The people there wanted to know. Who was that MFer who came in? Who was that in? You want to know who I am? Come on outside. I'll show you who I am. I'll go. I might go there next Sunday and say, all right, which one of you MFers wanted to know who I was? Let's step outside. I'll show you who I am. You can go back in and tell the rest of your friend once you scrape your teeth off the pavement. Then you can go back in, garble out who I am, who that MFer was, right? I'm the MFer who knocked your teeth all over Bayonne like chiclets. Yeah, well. And look, it's very nice there. Looks like the kind of place that uh, the clientele looked like the kind of people that like Deadpool would be like. Eh, this place is a little uh, gamey for me. The clientele. No, it's it's fine there. So. Then I went home and watched the Super Bowl. Boy, that was a fun, thrilling, edge-of-your-seat game. What a snooze. That thing was a snooze from top to bottom. The commercials were a snooze. The game was a snooze. Halftime was a snooze. What a flop. That's a flop. That Roger Goodell, you know what they should do to him? They should cane him like they did that kid in... uh was that Thailand? Remember that kid got caned? Roger Goodell should get caned for 
for taking America's attention and and squandering America's night. That's the worst Super Bowl. Um, look, I know he can't control the game. What a boring game. Oh. And then look, there's a part of me that has to be like it was Indonesia with the caning. I apologize to the people of Thailand. So, uh, no, it was Singapore. I'm getting mixed signals here. So, uh, uh, yeah, so, uh, so it's like Cam Newton's going to win plenty of Super Bowls. I like Cam Newton. I, 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 I wanted the, the, the Carolina Panthers to win at first, and then suddenly it's like, oh, look, the old dog is putting it together. The old, it's the storybook ending is taking shape. The old warrior hitting the field. And it's like, wow, he's actually pulling it off. It's like a storybook ending. But then you realize partway through, I never liked this guy. <laughs> like you start to realize... This guy was annoying. Every year he was in football. This guy drove me up the wall. Peyton Manning. Never liked him. So why am I rooting for him to get a storybook ending? Should root for him to get hauled off the field in two pieces. What I should have been rooting for. Yeah, it's like a storybook ending for somebody who doesn't deserve a storybook. is the snooze of a guy. The snooze, it's like, it looks like he, uh, an insurance, uh, he's gonna run a timeshare, uh, seminar. I know everybody wants to get to the resort, and, uh, but we just need to tell you guys about, uh, timeshares for a while. Just, uh, the buffet. Anybody wants coffee? We have coffee and, uh, cinnamon rolls. We just want to tell you about timeshares. I'm Peyton. That's my brother Eli working the slide projector. Yeah, it's a storybook that I didn't want to read that storybook. And then what and then what does he do? What 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 does Peyton Manning do when it's over? The greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Truly. Cause look, I've been talking for years on this show. I've been, I've been fascinated by a Papa John. This guy, Papa. If you've never, if you're not sure who Papa John, not Papa John from the Mamas and the Papas. This, this guy is Papa, he's made pizza. If you've ever been, if you've ever been to a birthday party at work, you know who Papa John is in a break room. Imagine some some cheapo work pizza. That's that's what you get from Papa John. That's when you eat Papa. Nobody chooses to eat Papa John. You end up suddenly you look and there's a piece of it in your hand, and I don't say slice piece because it's not there's not slices of that stuff. It's pieces of it. 
because it's weirdly large and and over over stuff. It's not slice. It's not pizza slices. And look, we live. It's funny when the, in this area, one thing that you take for granted is that like there's there's like good pizza everywhere here. Bad pizza here is still pretty good. But yet there's these chains everywhere of places like Domino's and and Little Caesars. But Papa John's is like the the so this guy, Papa, who I can't, Papa John Schnatter is his name. And I'm so fascinated by this guy because he somehow chose to start putting himself in his commercials that he, he needed to be famous, this guy. <clears throat> and there's commercials where he gets outacted by the pizza. The pizza actually outperforms him. So he's, he's in the, he, he he's hired Peyton Manning years ago to start being in these commercials. So the two of these guys are are like the the pizza duo and they've been hyping this pizza this inedible pizza. And then now they looped in this Joe Montana was this one of the greatest quarterbacks ever in football. But now they've reduced him to being like this like this like broken buffoon in these commercials. Like he's like, he's like a clown in them. It's the most undignified thing I've ever seen. Like they'll have like Joe, he's like Joe Montana show up like, Hey, I heard there was free pizza. It's like, wait, weren't you like the best quarterback? And now you're like, now you're like, Acting just like like a like a like a a a, a a a dip blank is basically what he's acting like. Look, we keep we run a clean show here. A dip bleep, right, Mike? Like he acts like a straight up dip bleep in these things. So then, he's in these commercials. But then this Papa John, this Papa John, so Peyton Manning wins this thing. And I'm starting to realize, oh, no, I didn't want him to win at all. But it's too late because he ground the game into the, he, 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 him and his team put together the snooziest game you've ever seen. They took all the beauty and excitement out of sports to just kind of like win just because the numbers were higher on their side. But there was not one good play in that whole game. So this Papa John, then, then he wins. And then suddenly on the sidelines in this fluorescent orange, <clears throat> whatever that was, uh, d- d- windbreaker, Papa John shows up. So he's the whole game. He's 15 feet from Peyton Manning. The entire game. He shows up and then lays a smooch on, 
on Peyton Manning's cheek, right? He's the one who kissed Peyton Manning, right? You couldn't tell who. Look, it's fine. I, I could, I could, it's not that they kissed. Who cares about that? That's a, a most, you know, there was that point in comedy where it's like, oh, the two guys are kissing. Can you believe that's happening? Remember when that was actually like a thing? It's like, oh my God. But, uh, yeah, it's not that at all. It's just that this, this guy runs right to like his financier before like his, then he gets on the podium, this, this, uh, Peyton Manning surprised they didn't have Papa John up there with him and some dipping sauce. Surprised they didn't take the, the, the trophy and dip it in dipping sauce and, and try to eat it. The football trophy. So, this Papa John is on the field the whole game, apparently. And this Peyton Manning gets up there and he's the, he goes, he, he goes, uh, I just want to get back and, uh, I want to just give my wife and, and kids a kiss. It's like, yeah, well, Papa John beat you to it. Yeah, get on, get in line, wife and kids. Behind, behind, uh, Pizza Man. Behind the, the guy who poisons America on a daily basis. And then he's like, I just wanna, they're like, uh, Peyton, are you going to, uh, retire? Was this the last game? And obviously it's the last game. He's probably got to work out. He's not going to announce it though now, though, because he's got to work out some giant thing with a giant Papa John banner behind him. He needs to work out the retirement, the football made a pizza, or however he's going to commercialize his retirement. He goes, I, uh, I just want to, uh, take my, uh, tonight, I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but tonight I'm going to drink Beer, plenty of Budweiser. He kept saying Budweiser over and over. And then, then he was, then like people were like, oh no, he's not, he's not paid by Budweiser. He's not paid. Oh wait, oh wait, this, this suddenly what, what are we dealing with here? What is this the guy? The, was he joining crass now all of a sudden? He's anti-consumerist guy. He's, yeah, I'm right. No, he didn't get paid from Budweiser yet. Like, like there's not going to be any deal that goes down now with Budweiser. Like, like, yeah, no, he started the deal that uh, on this thing. He threw Budweiser out there first. I'm sure, but I'm sure Anheuser Busch will not ever write him a check. Of course, they're going to. That halftime show, man. This band Coldplay played it. And look, I know everybody was like, ooh, Coldplay sucked. You know what sucked? Bruno Mars sucked. Beyonce was not so hot either. They were all off their, off their game. They all sucked. Everybody sucked. It was a giant suckathon. 
Super Bowl 50 Suckathon 1. They should have just put like Super Bowl 50 colon Suckathon 1. Everyone sucked. The commercials sucked. Coldplay sucked. Bruno Mars sucked. Beyonce kind of sucked. Look, she was be- she was the best of the three, but what's that? That's a that's a three way tie for last, man. It's a race to the bottom. And those commercials, Steve Har Steve Harvey was in one, and who else was in other ones? Who else were some of the stars that came out to do commercials, Mike? Yeah, there was this one where there's like some genetic mutation for like. I don't know what company it was, had like a monkey and a baby thing. It was gross. And then there was like a Doritos commercial where like some baby was like trying to get out of the womb to eat a Dorito. It's like at what point, at what point do people go, hey, wait a minute, I've had Doritos. They're not very good. No, they're good in a trash sense, but they're not actually good. Like... I've had good chips at like, (laughs) so, and it's like, (laughs) it's like, at what point are we pretending that this stuff is, isn't garbage? Oh, this baby can't wait to get a Dorito. Really? Dorito? Somebody's saying, I think the point was you could smell Doritos from anywhere. No, that baby, if anything, the baby should have stayed in the womb to get away from Doritos. This kid still hasn't come out. Why? It's been 16 months and counting. This kid won't come out. It's Doritos. This kid's scared of Doritos. Doritos. Garbage food, man. Garbage food for a garbage game for a garbage country. That is, we are going down Garbageville, USA, man, with Super Bowl 50, Suckathon 1. I keep saying that because it makes Mike laugh. <laughs> I can hear Mike. Mike loves it. Storybook ending. You could feel that no one cared that this dude won the Super Bowl, Right? Couldn't you feel like nobody's like, oh, what an emotional triumph for him. Everybody's like, meh. And you know what that comes down to also is just that when you think of uh, sports. And you know the Oscars are, are, when are the Oscars? A couple weeks? And it's like a big thing that... uh, that uh, they're they're so whitewashed. Yeah, they are. They're, they, it's oh, Peyton Manning owns two Anheuser Busch distributors. Somebody sang. Okay, well there it is. It was a business deal, straight up business deal. Yeah. Anheuser Busch, the Peyton Manning of. Alcohol.
so uh yeah the oscars and it's like yeah look creed should have been nominated for stuff straight out of compton should have been nominated i i've seen a lot of these movies uh brooklyn i saw brooklyn was nice it was sweet sweet movie I don't know if it's uh, the best movie of the year. I don't. I certainly don't think. You know, what it comes down to why should anyone care? Look, it's gar. It's it's it's, you know, it's it's it needs to be adjusted, obviously. But awards are just such such a crock, man. Awards. Look, the Grammys. Did I want to get the best show? The Sharpling and Worcester box nominated? Of course I did. But why? Because I got nothing. That's why. I got nothing. It would have counted for something. It would have helped the best show, which is going down. It might have turned our fortunes and sent us up. But no, Jay Moore got nominated. Don't worry, his album. In case you didn't get enough of his, uh, his what his uh, what impression does his Christopher Walken impression, and his Dick Vitale. I'm sure that's all over that thing. No, he gets nominated. But you know what? That's the that's who should get nominated for that. Because awards. It's garbage. Especially with the Grammys, though. Have you ever been like, oh, goody, my favorite band won best album? Remember when when Arcade Fire won and then people were like, oh, my God, what happened here? How did that... Like, that's not my favorite band. I I honestly don't even... I've never really gotten into them. I I can't judge it either way. But, uh, I don't want to be in that company, in the company of, uh, of, uh, Jay Moore. Outside looking in, man. And look, that's the difference between sports and Art is that, why would you reduce, art is such a beautiful, forever kind of thing. A thing that, a a single Preston in addition of 500 at any given time can be the best record on the planet. So to kind of reduce that to uh to 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 uh to to winners and losers to try to put the sports to 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 kind of uh, quantify it is that the right word Mike Mike left um to to, to do that to something that that is as as amazing as as music or movies to stick that who scored the most points kind of uh, uh qualifier on it so it's it's a it's 
It's a bummer because it doesn't it doesn't need to apply. Was the Jay Moore album better than the Sharpling and Worcester box set? What do you think? What do you think? That guy's best 30 seconds couldn't come anywhere near the the weakest 30 seconds on that box. That thing's for the ages, man. But now Jay Moore will get up there, win an award. I just want what Dick Vitale would have said. It's a winner, baby! I won a Grammy, baby! Ah, that's who gets the shot. And look, I'm not going to turn this into a he has and I don't have. Ah, it's, 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 it's well, well documented. The free fall is well documented. That's not company I want. And I won't watch the Oscars. I'm not going to watch it. What do I care? Look, I got one one horse in that race, man. Big short. That's it. Because I love Adam McKay. That's it. Who? What else would I root for, Mike? The, Reven- the Revenant's going to win every award. And that thing's a pile of horse guts. But he climbed into a horse. You should have seen it. He climbed into the horse. Yeah, it's, A, it's not a real horse, and B, he didn't actually climb into it. God, what's his face? Mushmouth talking about the pelts. I don't even know if I could do that voice again. Or uh, pelts? Was that? Is that what it was, Mike? Pelts. <clears throat> Who cares? The Revenant. It's like that. Mo- the Revenant is is like uh, the the dances with wolves. Twenty years from now, nobody's gonna talk about the Revenant. And yeah, it's my birthday today. Didn't want to make a thing about it, but I think that makes me a little more sensitive to some of these things. Because yeah, I'm just, you know, I'll say it. It's not always easy. It's not easy to to just... uh, to do a thing over and over and then try to grow this thing into something that we put, uh, put a lot on the line, me and John and, 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 uh, Jason and Mike and Pat and Marsha and Terry and everybody who has committed to this thing and plan plenty more Martine and Brendan and all the people who've helped. And it's just like, trying to build something out of nothing. Yeah, that's hard. 
It's hard. It's very frustrating. There are times I wish I was just had taken the show an easier route. Of course. Join the Panoply Network. <clears throat> Imagine that if the best show was part of the Panoply Network. This is the best show. Part of the Panoply Network. Welcome to the best show. I'm Tom Sharpling. That would be, welcome to the best show. Part of the Panoply Network. I'm Tom Sharpling. And tonight's episode of the best show, we focus on War of the Worlds. And when Tom Cruise filmed in Bayonne, New Jersey. Join us, won't you? As we explore filmmaking Bayonne style. Do you know what else was filmed in Bayonne, Mike? <clears throat> yeah, no, the, the hysterical blindness was. Do you know there was a TV show filmed there? Do you know? Oz. Yeah, Oz. Okay, Beautiful Mind was filmed in Bayonne. Okay. But yeah, look, it's hard. And another year goes by, and we're a year in now. And this time last year, I was having a very hard time. My father... uh you know, I know I've said it a thousand and one times, so I'll say it another time. It's like he had died in January, and then when my birthday rolled around, it all kind of folded in on me, and it kind of comes back again one year later. That stuff uh, comes back, and it is not easy, and you kind of can't. You don't get to say how and when and how much of it kind of comes back, and... So it's very hard. It's, you know, it's, and, uh, I think these birthdays are going to be hard for a while. And just, uh, you know, kind of grinding this thing out. The reality of grinding this thing out and trying to make it a thing is hard sometimes. My favorite part is doing what I'm doing right now, the show. But there's a lot that goes into doing the show that isn't the show. And that's, but that's what doing something and turning nothing into something is all about. If I was a part of the Panoply Network, things would be a little different. I wish I could have been a part of the Panoply Network. Oh, God. Best show. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Who's this? Tom, how are you? I have a Avalanche Bar. I just wanted to... I couldn't call. Wish you Happy New Year. I wanted to wish you, but I couldn't get through. Oh, it's Avalanche Bob. How you doing, man? What's up, Chief? 
I'm doing pretty bad. Things are really starting to move. Well, uh, let me just say, for people who don't know who this guy is, this Avalanche Bob is a rock uh, musician. He's a pioneer who, uh, uh, not pioneer, well... Uh, you, you, you are, uh, the, you've, you've started a kind of music that is what? It's kind of yodeling and well, snowboarding. Well, it's uh, snowboard rock. And what happened is that, uh, it, uh, because I haven't, I, what I've done, I wrote a whole music around snowboarding and I've updated the yodel. I call it yodeling, and yodeling talk. So uh, what I've done, that's actually what I've done. I've updated the yodel. So how are things looking up? What's going on in uh, 2016? Well, I just did a, in January, I did an interview on uh, Village, East Village Radio, which they really loved it. I did. Uh, Who were you on with? Couple, Cheap Shots Radio? Huh? Were, were you on Cheap Shots Radio? No, this is East Village Radio. Yeah, you no, but what, what was the show called? What was the show called? Cheap oh, Shots? Um, with Jay no. Penry. No, it was um, female radio. That's what it is. An East Village radio. Email radio. Yeah. Email radio. No, female radio. Female radio. Female girl. Female. Female, like like the ladies, right? Right, okay. right. Yeah, that's it, it. East Village radio. That's what it is. Okay. No, and, I, I know. Uh, I've can, been on. I've been on East Village Radio, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Samina and uh, I forget the exact name of the sh- of the show, but that's what it is. I was female on trouble. I was female on female trouble. Female trouble. Female trouble. That's a John. Right. Water. Remember, John Waters had that movie, Female Trouble. Yeah. I was yeah. on a show called Cheap Shots, hosted by Jay Penry. <laughs> I don't know, Tom. <laughs> you should go on that show. It's on Mondays. It's a good show. Really? Yeah. Oh, I gotta find it. Uh, so, and I it's, also. It's Jay wrote Penry a and his for... sidekick, Jimmy. Oh. I also wrote a commercial for Red Bull I'm trying to get out. Okay. It's, uh, very good. I mean, this can sell more Red Bull than they ever sold in their life. Let's, you wanna hear it? Oh, yeah, let's hear it. And I wanna say, first of all, this is not some Peyton Manning thing where, where, where he's, where I'm, I own a Red Bull distributor. I don't. No, they haven't got it yet. I hope to get it to them. I don't make a cent from this. And God knows why I'm going to let this guy plug Red Bull on the show, but I'm going to. Well, that's right. I don't have to do it. I'll just no, go ahead. Go. I want to hear this, Avalanche Bob. Okay. Rock on your board, rock on the Red Bull, rock on the Red Bull, rock on this. You're a pumpkin board, it's rocking with Red Bull. You're a pumpkin board, it's ripping on this. Yeah, Red Bull's cool, snowboarders are cool. Red Bull's hip, the boarders are hip. Oh, come on, people, rock on the Red Bull, rock on the Red Bull, rock on the Yeah, 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 yeah. Rock on board, rock on the Red Bull, rock on the Red Bull, rock on this. Hey, old pumpkin board, is digging on Red Bull. You're a pumpkin board, it's ripping. Just like snowboard the tricky Red Bull rules in every city. Don't uh, forget to a Red Bull on your lips. There you go. Red Bull. Hear that, you Red like Bull? It? Look, this show, like Avalanche Bob, I did like the song. I'm not going to get uh, your hopes too high, but I do know. Well, I'm trying to get Yeah, I'm trying to get it to them. Don't I'm worry. Sure. There are advertising people who regularly listen to this show 
and rip this show off. Like whatever bum, some bum out there ripped me off for Google. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, there was a Google thing they ripped me off. I hope they don't rip you off. Say, this is what I need to just say. Copyright 2016 Avalanche Bob. Say that. Yeah, copyright 2016 Avalanche Bob Red Bull commercial. There you go. Snowboard commercial. Like nothing out there. Yeah. Combining my yodel and punk. Like nothing yeah. like it. So where can people, cool? where, where do people get info on you, Avalanche Bob? Go to avalanchebob33.com. All right. Thanks, bro. You have a great night. You t- Best show. Hey, Tom. What's up? Uh, not a whole lot. How are you? I'm not doing too bad. I'm doing too bad tonight. Who's this? Uh, uh, Sean in Ogdensburg, New York. Sean in Ogdensburg, New York. What's up, Chief? I've got one for the topic of... Uh, well, I, I've got one for an old topic as well. Um, worst song to get beat up to? The worst song to get beat up to. What would that be? Um, Alley Cat by Bat Fabric. Is that... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would think the worst song to get beat up to would be True by Spandau Ballet. I don't think I know it. Wait, you don't know True by Spandau Ballet? No, sir. So true, funny how it seems, always in time, but never in life or dreams. Head over heels, we're toe-to-toe. Now do you know it? This is the sound of my soul. This is the sound. Now do you know it? I bought a ticket to the world. Now do you know it? And now I've come back again. Now do you know it? Why do I find it hard to write the next line? Do you know it now? Oh, I want the truth to begin. That song would be pretty bad to get beat up to. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, right there. Right there. I've got it now. I know this. Much is true, right? Certainly. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, bro. Best show. Hello. Hi. To whom am I speaking? Hi, this is Chris. Where are you calling is this from, Tom? Chris? Where are you calling? Yeah, it is Tom. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Ben Salem, and uh, just outside Philly. Okay. I uh, I kind of had a uh, question for you, or well, one. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, I'm not I'm not really good at uh, music. I mean, uh, I'm not good at uh, music knowledge kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I was wondering if you were like like interviewing a band. Yeah. For the first time. Yeah. Like what what would be some questions to ask? You know what I mean? Like I mean, just some stuff to kind of get into it. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to interview? You know what I mean? Do you, are you interviewing somebody? I'm interviewing somebody this week. Yeah, it's Friday. Um, it's for my own thing, but yeah, I'm interviewing somebody this week. Who? But oh, uh, Minka. They're a Philly band. Okay. M I N K A. Sure. Called Minka, but uh, they're pretty local. But they're like Philly, born and bred kind of band. But it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, you get the standard questions. You know, how do you make music or whatever? But. It's just kind of getting into 
like deeper stuff. You know what I mean? I, I don't. I'm not good at music, music knowledge, music history, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of. I'm trying to work out. Like, okay, let's run this interview now. Then let's let's let me uh, let's try it out. Okay. Okay. Um, Do you have questions you. set already? You have questions actually lined up already. I have areas that I ask. You know, like uh, okay. So, uh, how do you guys? How do you guys uh, create the music? How do you get together and, and write stuff? You know who who does it first? You know, you have the you have the guys writing the music. You have the guys writing the lyrics. You get together. Um, well, how many people are in the band? Four. Four. Four guys. Four, four dudes. Guys. Okay. So you'd ask what first? How do you make the music? How do you make the music? Any yeah. other? So, so assume they answer that. Then what? Okay. Uh, where do you want to go with the interview? How did you form the band? Like, how did you get together? Sure. Sure. And right. this I mean, was like, how, how did it form? This, these four guys, how did they get together? Okay, give me the three questions rapid fire in a row that you would do. Uh, how did you get together? Where are you from? Uh, what is the vision of my of Minka? Ask him what do you think of the song Bad Company by Bad Company from the album Bad Company. Ask him what they think about that. I'm not going to give you my playbook on how to interview people. I'm not handing you the playbook. Are you going to teach it to Minka? Best show. Um... Hi, yes. Welcome to the best show. To whom am I speaking? Well, it's Jimmy here. Jimmy? Yeah. Where are you calling from, Jimmy? Oh, Portland, Oregon, otherwise known as my nightmare. Okay. What's on your mind, Jimmy? Well, uh, you guys were talking about offensive songs. And Are you I doing a Jimmy Stewart impression? Are you doing a Jimmy Stewart impression? Who? Who? Jimmy Stewart. Who? Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, you are. Goodbye. Great screening job, Mike. Best show. Uh, hey, Tom. Happy birthday. Thank you. Mike said he wasn't doing the Jimmy Stewart impression. Well, you know what, Mike? You gotta feel whether they have that in them. You gotta be able to feel whether you can feel that they'll go off book. I don't need anybody going rogue. And let's get some ladies calling. There's like 45 dudes in a row. No offense to you. What's your deal, Chief? Who is this and where are you calling from? Um, my name is Jack and I'm calling from Richmond, Indiana. Jack from Richmond. Indiana. What's up, Jack? Um, I want to talk about the um, the topic of the offensive songs that we got going on. Let's hear it. What do you got? Um, when the Boat Comes In by Screwdriver. Yeah, okay. It, anything by Screwdriver. Yeah, really, it's really, much a really, rolling, really uh, rolling the dice on that one, huh? Pick a Screwdriver <laughs> song as the most offensive song. 
Yeah, you probably could put yeah. anything that they've brave, written on that. Brave stance, bro. Brave stance. Get off my phone. Best show. Hey. No more dudes, Mike. If there's dudes on hold here, I'll talk to them fair and square. No more dudes. <laughs> I'm sorry for being a That's dude. That's all right. Don't worry. Don't apologize for being a dude. Be a good dude okay. now, though. I'll, I'll be a good dude. I'll be a good dude. What, who am I talking to? This is Evan in Gainesville, Florida. Evan in Gainesville, Florida. That's that's uh, that's Tom Petty country. Right? It is. It is. Actually, I've, I've called before. Can you and, see? Uh, did you ever see the place where he wrote the song Spike? No. Remember that song Spike? No. How does it go? Never gonna get old Spike Bone. Not one of his better songs. Oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm calling. Well, first, I want to wish you a happy birthday. Why? Thank you. And uh, you're welcome. And uh, I want to mention that um, I was introduced to the best show by my coworker, who you happen to know. He is Jeff T. Owens. Oh my goodness! Do I, I more than know him? He's he has created the the visual look of the best show for two thousand. No, he he's the guy is amazing, and he's uh. Just a fantastic artist, and can't say enough good things about the guy. What an amazing artist. Did you know, yes. what's your name again, bro? Evan. This is Evan in Gainesville. Evan? Yeah. Sidebar. Uh-huh. Did you know that Sharpling and Worcester are going to be playing live in North Carolina? Did you know that? Uh, yeah, we've been following along for a while. You've been following along for a while? Yeah, we've been listening all year long. All right. Well, did you know that on Saturday... A little bit... Did you know on Saturday, February 27th, in Durham, North Carolina, Sharpling and Worcester will be playing live at MotorCo. And tickets are available at StereoLaughs.com slash tour. It's a little far for me to drive, but it would be well, awesome for you guys to come a little bit further south. Well, i got to tell you this. It's the la- it's, it's probably the last time we do this version of the live show that we've been doing for the last year. I think that's probably the last time we do it. So if you want to see the show, go to that show. Get the Oof. to the triangle. February, February but it will definitely be worth it. Well, so what can I yeah. do for you tonight, uh, Evan? Um, well, I got one for the topic about the most offensive song, or at least an offensive song. Let's hear it. So um, I want to say it's, it's by like an 80s hair metal band. It's called Seventeen. Yeah, that's by uh, Cinderella, I believe. She's only that's, 17. Yeah, yeah, great. That's awesome. She's only 17. That's, that's, that's a, a, real, a real proud moment for everybody. She's only yeah. 17. But you're... You're celebrating that. I'm not celebrating No, that. I know you're not. You're not unless you're in Cinderella. <laughs> no, I'm not in Cinderella. What a bad band. That hair, that hair metal is just uh, irredeemably bad. You know what I mean? Couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. It's for children. It's perfectly fine. Perfectly fine if you're a child, right? If you're like a pimple face teenager listening to that stuff, yeah, that's fine. If you're an adult, what are you doing listening to that? An adult. Plenty of adults listening to it. There are plenty of adults still holding on. 
They're still oh, yeah. holding on. They'll talk about the South is going to rise again, and they'll talk about how metal's going to rise again. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They talk about two two things are going to rise again: metal and the South. I hear it probably. I don't know. Once every few weeks, about how the South is going to rise again, and how metal. And these metal, metal fans. These, these metal fans. These metal fans. You know what they're like? These metal fans. They're like uh, they're like in a zombie thing, running from the, like they think that humans are gonna like overtake the zombies in these things. You know when like you know in those movies when they're always on the run against uh, like like humanity will rise again. Man, not with these zombies, it won't. And metal ain't coming back neither. Eddie Trunk. Yeah, yeah. Picture Eddie Trunk driving around in like a. Like a, a a super protected, uh, it's Winger. Sorry, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm getting yelled Winger, at on Twitter. Winger, yes. Winger. It's Winger did 17, <laughs> not Cinderella. The one uh, adult band, uh, not the other one. But just the idea, like picture Eddie Trunk driving around in like a uh, in like a kind of like super secure, like uh, uh, armored armored suv with like a top with pops out and he can like mow down the zombies right him and the other that metal show people if we get over that place so uh, we can uh he's cranking ufo blasting it uh as they run around shooting zombies jim florentine goes out gets bit by a zombie die got bit by a zombie uh yeah, I got uh They all kind of look like they've the, been bit by zombies already. The one zombie bit through my uh, denim jacket and uh, bit through my ACDC t-shirt. Uh, uh, don't worry, though. I don't think I'm turning into a zombie anytime soon, though. But uh, Ozzy, uh, I wonder if Ozzy got bit by a zombie yet or if he's holed up somewhere <laughs> uh, protecting himself. From the other zombies. Yeah. They were like fighting against. But they're never going to win. They ain't going to win, bro. They ain't going to win. Say hi to your coworker. Get off my phone. Best show. I love you, Jeff T. Owens. Thank you for all the work you've done, bro. Who's this? Hey, this is Kevin from Brooklyn. Kevin from Brooklyn. What's up, Chief? What's going on? Uh, happy birthday. Oh, why thank And, uh, also had a song. So I wasn't sure at first if it was most offensive or to get beat up to. Yeah. But I may have found one that's kind of both. Okay. Uh, Mungo Jerry, Summertime. So how was that offensive? I don't know the words to it. Well, I won, at two different points during the song, he suggests that you shouldn't date a girl unless you should, unless she's rich. Okay. Uh, if her daddy's rich, take her out for a meal. If her daddy's poor, just do what you feel. All right, that's creepy. But. Yeah, a little sexist. Uh, a little, little weird. If your daddy's um, rich, take her out for a meal. If your daddy's poor, then do what you feel. In the summertime, you got loving, you got loving on your mind. That's that. There was that wave in the late 60s and early 70s where suddenly, like, music from the 20s became, like, like Winchester Cathedral, suddenly you know that song Winchester Cathedral. Uh, only if you sing it. Winchester Cathedral, you're bringing me down. Oh, okay. You okay. never said nothing. 
Right, right, that song. But Tony Randall, Tony Randall recorded two albums of that stuff. He recorded one album called Vavodio Do. And it's a pretty amazing album because it's made to sound old in some spots. And he doesn't live here anymore. How does anyone at that point get into that music? I mean, Brian Fetter tried it on us, you know, with the, yeah. with the swing music. Yeah, that's true. But that was like Mungo Jerry was riding that kind of uh, Vavodio Doe wave a little bit there. Did he right. have any other songs? Um, I, I don't know. I think he had some good songs. I think there's a good Mungo Jerry album, actually, from what I've heard. What's that, Mike? Yeah, Leon Redbone is one of those people. Remember Leon Redbone? He'd always be on Saturday. It'd be like, Saturday Night Live, your host, Candace Bergen, musical guest, <laughs> Leon Redbone. Oh, boy. <laughs> Leon Redbone. He was, Do you remember him? Me, personally? No, I do not. Honestly. Well, did you ever see the show Mr. Belvedere? He did the theme to Mr. Belvedere. Randy okay, Belvedere I've seen that once or twice. When you're down on your knees, if you drop kick your butt on. Remember that show, Mr. Belvedere? It was about this guy, Mr. Belvedere, who is this British dude who talks all about how he, like, yes, when I was working with the Maharaja in, in like, he's always, like all these adventures he was on. What did this dude, how far did this guy fall that he was, like, suddenly... Were working, he lived, he was working as Bob Euchre's butler. Like, what, what bad moves did Mr. Belvedere make to where he ended up, like, serving Bob Euchre in Milwaukee? But, but, but Leon Redbone did the theme to that. Leon Redbone, alright. I'm gonna have to look more into that. Or not. Uh, actually, goodbye. <laughs> Best show. Or well, not. Actually, <laughs> hello. Hello. Hi. 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 This is Bridget in Newark. Bridget in Newark, Brick City. Yeah. Red Man. Yeah. What's going on tonight, Bridget? Uh, not a whole lot. I just wanted to call and wish you happy birthday. Thank you, Bridget. Um, this is my first time calling your show. Hold on one second. Somebody just said Mr. Belvedere took place in Pittsburgh. I'm sorry. I got the city <laughs> wrong. Remember he was that always... Show. Remember that show? No, it was awful. Yes, I, I remember that show. And somebody wrote in the, the Friends of Tom chat over at friendsoftom.com. They wrote, Wesley. Because he was always like that kid was named Wesley. Right. He was always like, Wesley. Yes. <laughs> But was, was he, the, like, did he did he murder somebody to where he fell that far, to where, like, he couldn't get any more jobs anywhere but a family uh, in Pittsburgh? <laughs> yeah, I don't, <laughs> that's pretty bad. Yeah. He'd be like, hey there, Mr. Belvedere, uh, uh, I think I want a, a ham and cheese sandwich. And he had to make it. <laughs> yeah. So what's up, Bridget? Uh, what's going on in Newark tonight? It's it's a bit chilly out there. Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to hunker down and stay inside. Um, 
this is my first time actually calling your show, although I've listened for many years. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, um, I have one for the topic. All right, what do you got? But it's a song that no one's going to know. Let's hear it's it. Song. It's called She Acts Like a Woman Should, and um, Marilyn Monroe sang it. And it's just as sexist as it sounds. Marilyn Monroe sang a song, She Acts Like a Woman Should. Yes. She acts, okay. Uh, I mean, it, I'm sure at the time it was acceptable, but by today's standards, it's definitely offensive. Sure. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I like Mar. I love Marilyn, so it doesn't, mm-hmm. it's fun to listen to, but you know. Anyway. I gotcha. I'll check it out. Actually, I'm never going to check it out. Sorry. Well, all right. Thanks, Bridget. Bye. Bye. Best show. Hi, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking? Hi, this is Critty in Toronto. Critty? Yeah. Hi, Critty. How are you? I'm I'm doing okay. I'm fighting a little cold, but I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What's going on Happy- in Toronto tonight? Um. Well, uh, not a whole lot. Just uh, I'm just having a little uh, little Nyquil and Best show uh, sure. to take to take care of my cold. Um, Nyquil and, and Best show. Yeah, little uh, just snuggled up with the cat, having a nice little night. Because what was that Chatting. thing people would say? What was it? Netflix and what? Uh, I believe they would say Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. Yeah, it's. I think that's just what kids shorten. Inviting someone over for a movie to, to make out. Mm-hmm. So, it's, right but for us, it's like best show and Nyquil. I guess best for, show and for, Quill, right? Best show, best show and Quill. I uh, that sounds like a dream date to me, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it'd be perfect. Um, happy birthday! Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I just wanted to know if you. I don't know if you said this earlier because my feed was coming out a bit. But did you do anything special for your birthday? No. No. Did I'm you have any here. any pan, any pancakes for show Tuesday? Pancakes? No. It's it's Pancake Tuesday too. I'll be logy all day. I can't eat pancakes anymore. Sometimes you can have them before bed, though. Look, I'm not in that rugged. I'm not a a rugged Tirana person, where you have pancakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Well, then you got it. Then you can walk it off against the the snow and yeah. the, the winds, walking up on Young Street, right? Yeah, I don't know if you remember. I met you at karaoke. Karaoke? In Toronto. Wait a minute. Was that after the the action-packed Sharpling and Worcester show? It was. I came there with my friend Mary, who I met through the best show. She was staying with me. We met on the sidewalk. We did. I showed you my Lou Reed tattoo. That's right. Yes. And and then <laughs> you walked away into the night, and my friend Miguel, who is a huge fan of yours, he just came up to me, and he was just like, he's my Kanye, and he's walking off into the night. That's, well, I feel Well, sorry I mean, after today, I, I didn't realize what happened. Yeah. I'm a little groggy still, sorry. Well, just like um, Kanye, I just tweeted uh, a, fun, <laughs> a fun tweet, uh, Bill Cosby is innocent. But Dudio came running. Dudio came running in here before the thing. He's like, he's like, Kanye just tweeted like, like, all right, Dudio. Kanye always says crazy stuff Dudio all the time because Dudio was like, he was like, maybe you can make the whole show about that. I'm like, I'm not gonna make the whole show about what 
Kanye tweet. No, that seems that seems like a, a bit and of a downer. You know what he said? You know what he said? I kid you not. I heard under his breath as he walked out. He said, "Well, fine, then bleep off," as he walked out. <laughs> oh shit! Because I, I didn't take his uh, story as a, a topic idea. Oh goodness! Hours. Um, that's uh. Well, I mean, everything's been pretty good uh, without the uh, bringing up of Kanye. I'm sorry I brought him up. No, I'm kidding. Dudio didn't say that. Fictionalizing. No. I'm fictionalizing. And Mike. Pulling my leg. When I went to masses mm-hmm. on Sunday, I went in. Mm-hmm. Mike's behind the bar, looking sharp, running the thing. Uh huh. And then uh, he makes me a nice uh, seltzer water, right? Mm hmm. Fresh. It was clean, clean glass. Mm hmm. Nice, nice uh, seltzer to ice ratio. Just perfect. Not too, uh, not too fizzy, just right. Mm-hmm. I slapped down ten bucks. I'm going to keep mentioning how I slapped ten bucks down. <laughs> and you should have seen these guys look. They were like, "Why'd you leave money more than what the seltzer costs?" It's like it's called a tip, you animals. God, I always tip on a seltzer. Of course you do. You tip on anything. I don't think we call it that here, though. I think we just call it soda. Soda water. Yeah. Oh, no. Just Dude, a little. Dudio's going to so- flip out. Sorry? Dudio's uh, PO'd about uh, this Kanye thing. Oh, wow. You kind of Are you slandering Dudio a little bit? A little bit. A little bit. To be fair. Well, look, mm. so you're sick? I'm just, I'm get. I think I'm getting over a cold. Yeah. It's, um, it's not been nice. I don't, uh. I had to go out a little bit in the cold this week. I usually don't because I work from home. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't, I didn't get a proper winter jacket this year. What? Um, I, I don't, I have a, I have a fur coat that I wear like to go to the store. I live, uh, I live just off Queen Street, so I can get everything pretty much in, in the immediate, like 500 meters around me. Um, so I'll just throw the, the old fur coat on for that. But I don't really have like a going out to be a normal person coat. So if you want to get a fur coat, is it a, is it, do you buy it new or did you get it? No, 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 no. It's my grandmother's. Okay. Well, I, I, I support that. I think that's, I think it's, it's good to be respectful to the, uh, to the anime. Yeah. It would be in a, it would be in a landfill otherwise. Yeah. So I figure you you didn't kill the animal. You're paying, I think you're at least doing some sort of service to the animal. It's, I mean, it's it's really keeping me warm mm-hmm. in my jaunts. But I had to go to a couple auditions. I wanted to look like a normal person. Auditions? Uh, I know. <laughs> what kind of auditions? Are you an actor? Um, I, I, I'm, I'm a musician mainly, but I, st- mm-hmm. I studied musical theater. So I still I'll do some auditions for, for TV and film and stuff like that. And this was for a TV commercial. Uh-huh. And yeah. what was the commercial? What was the, was the commercial? Uh... I had to actually, I actually don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it until it's a commercial okay. on the That's air. Fair. That's fair. They put little, little things at the end of my emails, mm-hmm. uh, just saying like, don't share this, even though it's like super boring. You know what? I don't want you getting in trouble. Don't share Thanks. it. Thanks. I appreciate it. It's, it's, uh, you know, just, a, just a TV commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, 
have one commercial. I sing a jingle. That's like my main commercial. I sing the jingle for Home Hardware, which is a Canadian, uh, like, a hardware company. <laughs> so you sing the jingle. I do. That's my main my main job, which is why and I how does the jingle go, the Home Hardware jingle? Um I mean, I'm on six, so maybe a little, a little bit more oh than usual. <laughs> it kind of, it goes, uh, homeowners, helping homeowners. You know there's people <laughs> in Canada who are losing their marbles right now. No, I don't think so. Oh, that, I know that, so. I would. I'd, if suddenly you went, <laughs> if suddenly you went, by Menon, I'd be like, what? <laughs> it's the Menon person. That would be fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's the only, that's, uh, I mean, that's the only thing I've ever had on the radio or anything like right. that. I feel okay about it. Anyway. Well, look, um, you get better. You feel better. Yeah, it's really nice to talk to you, Tom, and uh, thanks for everything. I made a lot of really good friends this year since I got into the best show, and uh, I just, I really, uh, I love you guys so much, so that's I hope awesome. you have a great night. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. You have a great night, too. Okay, bye. bye. Yeah, because look, man. Three people in the last week and change came up to me and said, "One, three people did not know the show was back. I'm not kidding. One person said to me, do you miss it? I was like, they're like, I'm such a huge fan of the best show. I love all the stuff. Like, do you miss it? Like, Miss what? The show. What do you mean do I miss the show? The show's been back for a year. Oh, it ha oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Three times. That was the worst of the three. And then somebody else said, I just got to admit, I don't listen to the show since it left WFMU. Oh, great, that makes me feel awesome. So yeah, it's hard, man. Building this thing into nothing. That's a, those are just cold reminders of what it's like. Cold reminders. Do you miss it? Do you miss it? Make me want to barf. Mike just handed me a piece of paper. Did you hear the Mike Francesa Papa John quote? What was it, Mike? I did not. So Mike Francesa and I have one thing in common. We both got mad at Papa John for for ru rushing up to Peyton Manning after the Super Bowl. Did you uh, see this thing? The uh this Papa John goes right up to uh Peyton Manning after the game. Goes right up to him. I mean, he gives him a kiss on the cheek. Unbelievable. It's a Super Bowl. You got to kiss his wife and kid first, not not Papa John. It's unbelievable. Then he would repeat it sixty more times. It's unbelievable. I mean, you can't give, you can't kiss your uh, you can't kiss the Papa John before you kiss your wife and kid. That's what he would he'd boil it down to one phrase: you can't kiss Papa John before you kiss your wife and kid. And he would say that sixty times. I mean, really, it comes down to, what it comes down to is you can't kiss Papa John before you kiss your wife and kid. Papa John. 
He probably whispered in his ear to Papa John's like, I think I have to go to the bathroom. That pizza makes me sick. Best show. Hey, Tom. It's Hannah from Brooklyn. Hannah from Brooklyn. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. This is not Hannah from the character Hannah Horvath from Girls, is it? <laughs> no. Uh, How much did you one. love that? How much did you love that? <laughs> only The only thing I loved more was once when I was in the operating room mm-hmm. and the doctor made a Hannah Montana joke. Yeah, so. yeah that would be fun. As the person who's about to perform surgery on you is making lame jokes. At least I know he knows how to laugh. You know what I would say? Uh, check, please. <laughs> how are oh, you today? I'm good. Um, first of all, happy birthday. Thank you. Are you excited? We're only three days to go before Deadpool. Oh, yeah. You should see Pat Byrne is wearing a Deadpool, one of those Deadpool shirts. Like the wraparound ones. You ever see those t-shirts that are like a hundred percent of it is, oh, yeah, is like, like a thing? He's wearing one of those for Deadpool. And Deadpool has a bubble coming out of his mouth. And he's saying, uh, what part of I don't give a bleep did you not understand? As he's shooting six people. That's a good, that's a statement. I think it's fun how Deadpool makes all those wise cracks, but you can't see his mouth moving because... He's wearing a mask. Like <laughs> that's usually the best way to get jokes from an immovable face, right? Oh These yeah. Are just because comedy's not about expressions. <laughs> so, right. what's going on tonight, Hannah? I had one for the topic for the um, the offensive song. Yeah, what do you topic. got? Uh, I wanted. I I really like Harry Nielsen, but I wanted to say um, the lime and the coconut. Mm-hmm. You don't uh, like that song. Sorry. What's offensive about? It? To tell me, I'm, I'm not Just remembering. Because it's like, like it, it's like kind of like islandy Dems and D's and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yes, I, I yeah, got gotcha. you. Exactly. The whole bit, and it's kind of in the same genre of like people putting on weird accents that aren't their own, as mm-hmm. me and Julio down by the schoolyard. But does he do a thing in that song? Yeah, he says, like, me and Julio. He says, Julio? Yeah. Paul Simon says, no good. me and Julio, down by yeah. the schoolyard? He says it like that. <laughs> he said, I've never noticed that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fast, but it, it's not. I'm saying, me and Julio, down by the schoolyard. He says Julio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never noticed that. Just for a second, it's yeah, I don't like it. You know what song I still think is pretty outrageous when he does Kodachrome and he goes, "When I look back at all the crap I learned <laughs> in high school," right? So edgy when he just goes, "When I look back at all the crap I learned Whoa. in high school." Wait a minute. Is this the New York Dolls we're listening to? Who's this, this punk? Simon, I know. Who's who, who's this punk rocker? Yeah. <laughs> who's this New York City street urchin? 
no. <laughs> well, Hannah. I Thank you, you for I, taking my of call. Of course. Sorry. I hope you have a grand evening. Thank you Thank for the you. call. You too. Bye. I had a couple questions. And I want your advice. You, the best show listener, for your advice. One is, say someone wanted to watch Blu-rays, right? Blu-rays portably. How would you watch a Blu-ray portably? What should I do? Do I buy like some cheapo laptop that's not, cause I have a Mac, but that you can't play a Blu-ray on a, on a Mac. And anyway, they don't have the drives no more on them. What should I do? Is there, is it worth it to buy like some like Blu-ray player with a little screen? Are those things just too expensive? I don't know what the right play to make here is. I could use your advice, please. What do you think, guys? And. Because it's like I want to be out and about it. I need, sometimes I need to watch the Blu-ray when I'm out and about. And I could stick a, I could carry around a, uh, another laptop. Uh, keep it in my car or whatnot. Help me. Give me advice. What should I do? And then the other thing I wanted to know was, these are my questions. Because I had big questions. We were doing a thing last week, the big questions. What are the big questions? And there's a song I wanted to know. Remember we were replacing songs? Remember we did that, Mike? See, this sounds sketchy to me. Dougald is saying you can get a cheap USB Blu-ray player slash burner that attaches to your laptop. I mean, I mean, I need it to be somewhat portable, too. I can't, I'm not looking to bring a whole setup everywhere. Is this the Papa John clip? I want to hear this. Mike Francesa. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John, okay? And listen, this is a big moment. First of all, I have no idea why Papa John's on the field. Shame on the NFL for having him on the field. But if you're Peyton Manning, you have enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John, okay? It can't be. And if I see that as a commercial, I'll throw up. Enough. You make enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John after the game. I'm going to just listen to this over and over. I'm serious. Thing for Peyton. Peyton, the first guy you kiss can't be Papa John, okay? And listen, this is a big moment. First of all, I have no idea why Papa John's on the field. Shame on the NFL for having him on the field. But if you're Peyton Manning, you have enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John, okay? It can't be. And if I see that as a commercial, I'll throw up. Enough. You make enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John after the game. Again. Thing for Peyton. Peyton, the first guy you kiss can't be Papa John. Okay? And listen. 
Yeah, this is a big moment. First of all, I have no idea why Papa John's on the field. Shame on the NFL for having him on the field. But if you're Peyton Manning, you have enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John, okay? It can't be. And if I see that as a commercial, I'll throw up. Enough. You make enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John. After the game. One thing for Peyton. Peyton. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John, okay? And listen. Listen. This is a big moment. First of all, I have no idea why Papa John's on the field. Shame on the NFL for having him on the field. But if you're Peyton Manning, you have enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John, okay? It can't be. And if I see that as a commercial, I'll throw up. Enough. You make enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John. After the game. One thing for Peyton. Peyton. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John, okay? And listen. Yeah, this is a big moment. First of all, I have no idea why Papa John's on the field. Shame on the NFL for having him on the field. But if you're Peyton Manning, you have enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John, okay? It can't be. And if I see that as a commercial, I'll throw up. Oh, can you imagine Mike Francesa throwing up? Oh, my God. It can't be. A few good men. Mike Francesa. In the Paper Mill Playhouse production of A Few Good Men. <laughs> Just imagine. <laughs> Look here. The truth? You can't handle the truth. We can't be! And one more thing. Shame on those guys for beating the guy with the... With the... <laughs> In the bunker. But if you think you can handle the truth, you can't handle the truth. You can't! I'm going to say right now, I need that as an MP3 immediately. Like, literally, I needed it two minutes ago. Please, Dudio. Please. God help me, Dudio. I need it as an MP3 right now. I can't keep hitting replay on this clip. It's also good to know that I am literally one millimeter away from Mike Francesa on my take on that issue. That's awesome. Great feeling. You know, we actually brought up the same six points when discussing that situation we could have traded notes and that's a, that's a, that's a that's a comforting feeling to know that i thought exactly the way mike francesa thought about it it can't be I saw him one time backstage at like an NBA game, backstage in the hallway at an NBA game when I was writing for basketball magazines. I saw him walking around who did not look sharp, not looking good that day. It can't be.
I saw Hail Caesar the other night. I gotta say, man, that's a great movie. That's a great movie. Straight up great. And I see these people talking about it, and it's it's shocking. And I'm not everybody can think what they want to think about a thing or, or or interpret a thing however they want to interpret it. But I saw like a couple reviews where they would be like no, it's just, uh, as if it's just some uh some flight of fancy. Like there's no there's no meaning behind it. It's nothing but meaningful. How could you miss a movie about belief and faith and all these so many things going on and then people are just like boo it's it's a fun send up of hollywood it's fun with the sword and sandal movie and then there's a musical it's like yeah but it's it's about all these crazy it fits right next to a serious man that movie right next to it but people man i don't even get it they don't see that as a thing oh it's a fun send-up of hollywood but it's not it is but it is kind but it's like it's got so much more going on in it i don't get it man I loved it. Best show. Tom, it's Drennan. Who? Drennan in Brooklyn. Drennan. What's up, Drennan? Yes, sir. Not much. I had uh, went for the topic of offensive songs. What do you got? Uh, Billy Idol's cover of uh, L.A. Woman. Why is it offensive? He, uh, you know, you know, in the uh, the original, which is not a great song, uh, there's that Mr. Mojo Rising part. Yeah. Where I, I guess Jim Morrison shuffles up the letters in his own name. Sure. Yes. Billy Idol uh, fills that part. The, the rest of the songs are pretty, you know, straight um, homage to the Doors version. But then in that part, he starts singing, uh, "She drank my wine, Spooty Udy." What? He sings, "She she drank my wine, Spooty Udy." And the enthusiasm he has, his his uh, delivery of "She drank my wine, Spooty Udi" is so weird. Email. Oh, look, Drennan, I'm just excited. Dudio emailed the clip to me of that. Oh, good, good, good. So, Spooty Udi. She drank my wine, Spooty Udi. Okay. Yeah, this one's not tracking for me, bro. Nice try. Best show. Hey, Tom, this is Breely from Birmingham. Breely? Yes. How are you tonight, Breely? I'm good. How are you? Good. Oh, I just wanted to call and wish you a happy birthday. Thank you. And one also I have the... one for the topic tonight. What do you got? Uh, the song Christine the... 16 by Kiss. Which one by Kiss? Christine 16. Yeah, Christine 16 is one year more offensive than that song 17 by Winger. God forbid I get that wrong again. Get the <laughs> Winger fans after me. Yeah, that little dialogue where he's talking about watching her come out of the school 
yeah. a little creepy. <laughs> exactly. It's so it is. It's so gross. He's like, I'm watching you walk out of the school. I should have just been like, wait, why are you arresting me? Right? Yeah. <laughs> what? I was just watching. Exactly. Yeah. What a sick. What is that sickness with these guys though? And it is a sick. Or just, like, like I'm older and I like, I like. I couldn't imagine. Look, I have the hardest time talking to people in there and they're, they're like young people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. How would, how would anybody not prefer someone their own age, like, <laughs> to talk to about things? Well, I mean, I know this. These guys are gonna be like, "Who's talking?" It's even worse. <laughs> but it's like, right. Oh, it's so skin crawling to me. I agree. <laughs> age of age propriety. What what happened to it? Uh, I guess it's just a part of that rock and roll that they were living in yeah, those well, days. <laughs> I ain't I ain't living it. I ain't living it. Thank you for the call. Thanks for taking my call. Have of a good course, night. You too. Best show. Best show. Hey, Tom, how you doing? I'm good. Who's this? This is Max from Brooklyn. Max from Brooklyn. What's up, Max? Not much. I wanted to talk about Dirty Grandpa. You saw it? I did see it. Tell me about Dirty Grandpa. Well, first of all, I think the only reason this movie might actually make any money at all is because you've been promoting it. <laughs> you think so? Probably. Uh, I mean, I, I pretty much rushed out of work. Pretended like I had something important to do. Got to the theater 30 minutes early. Got some candy. And uh, no one else showed up. Mm -hmm. Well, it happened. You know? They all can't be Star Wars, bro. Hey, man, you, you know, know, you're right. But, I mean, the <laughs> Robert De Niro, uh, you know, he, he does this, that, that boop thing that you like with the, uh, with the gospel. Not even that. Not even. Not even close to this other thing he does with his thumb and Zac Efron. Mother chip control and readiness. What was that thing? Sonic Assassins cleared the space flight. Countdown starting now. Thirty. Countdown started. All units prepare for activation. Twenty-five. Production androids activated now. The tape is rolling. The red orb is glowing. Twenty. Audience receptor units activated now. 15. Music distribution equipment activated now. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, All units three, activated. 2, countdown one. terminating. Countdown complete. All units functioning. Movement commencing. We have liftoff. got a kid and he's working in a factory I want to get it do you want to need it I'm going to have it who's going to have to your, your lady needs to get it you're going to give it I need it in the morning I need it in the evening <laughs> I got to get it when I'm on a picnic and there it is you know you want to give it up you got to give it up 
someone has defecated on the Bentley. Mike, I'm shocked you didn't bring your Yankee wool cap. It was I don't own a, I don't own a Yankee wool cap. Sorry. Come on, you don't? No, I don't wear caps, so I don't wear hats. But that's oh no, I remember. I remember in '76 you had one on. No, you don't remember that, Mike, because I did not. I, I, I don't. I don't wear one. Sorry. So you know, you probably uh, you weren't there in '76. So what are you talking about? Uh, hey, Mike, I have a question about Murphy. You've got to admit what this guy's doing in, in the playoffs. Is everything a guy like Rick Nash can't do? And by the way, Mickey Mantle. What does Rick Nash have to do with with, with oh, Daniel Murphy? I mean, come on now. Admit, but would you admit that Mickey Mantle was one of the most overrated players during the regular season? Mike, but he wasn't in the playoffs. Mike, Mike, I think, you know what, Mike? You know what? I think you've called too much. I think you know for a while. Let's take a rest, okay? I think you've called too much. Now you're just calling to try and bait me into something stupid.
Do you have puppy dogs? Can't be Papa John, okay? And listen, this is a big moment. First of all, I have no idea why Papa John's on the field. Shame on the NFL for having him on the field. But if you're Peyton Manning, you have enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John, okay? It can't be. And if I see that as a commercial, I'll throw up. Enough. You make enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John after the game. And one thing for Peyton. First guy you kiss can't be Papa John, okay? And listen, this is a big moment. First of all, I have no idea why Papa John's on the field. Shame on the NFL for having him on the field. But if you're Peyton Manning, you have enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John, okay? It can't be. And if I see that as a commercial, I'll throw up. Enough. You make enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John after the game. And one thing for Peyton. First guy you kiss can't be Papa John, okay? And listen, this is a big moment. First of all, I have no idea why Papa John's on the field. Shame on the NFL for having him on the field. But if you're Peyton Manning, you have enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John, okay? It can't be. And if I see that as a commercial, I'll throw up. Enough. You make enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John after the game. And one thing for Peyton. Peyton, the first guy you kiss can't be Papa John, okay? And listen, this is a big moment. First of all, I have no idea why Papa John's on the field. Shame on the NFL for having him on the field. But if you're Peyton Manning, you have enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John, okay? It can't be. And if I see that as a commercial, I'll throw up. Enough. 
his campy pop with John after the game. One thing for Peyton. Peyton, the first guy you kiss can't be Papa John, okay? And listen, this is a big moment. First of all, I have no idea why Papa John's on the field. Shame on the NFL for having him on the field. But if you're Peyton Manning, you have enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John, okay? It can't be. And if I see that as a commercial, I'll throw up. Enough. You make enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John after the game. One thing for Peyton. The first guy you
activation. Production androids activated. Now. The tape is rolling, the red orb is glowing. Thank you. Audience receptor units activated. Now. 15. Music distribution equipment activated. Now. 10. 9. 8. 7. 6. Five, four, All units three, activated. Two, Countdown one. terminating. Countdown complete. All units functioning. Movement commencing. We have liftoff. Oh, how about that, Mike? I didn't think I was going to do that. But Mike Franceschi got me. What's that? Yeah, Franceschi. Best show. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is John from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hi, John. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Very good. What can I do for you? Um, I wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Thank you. And I wanted to bring up a topic. Yes. Hello? Yes, hi. Yeah, what? I I wanted to bring up a topic for okay. the... Yes. Okay. Um, I wanted to mention... Yeah. Uh, Chestnut Mare. <laughs> yeah, the song Chestnut Mare. By the birds. What of it? Yes. I, I remember you playing that song and... Yeah. I played and it. And... What about it? Um, I I think it's very um, Tell me Right You think it's what? I'm getting a lot of echo in my phone right now <laughs> Yes But That one almost wasn't even fun. That one, that one felt like, that one didn't feel fun. He was getting echo on his phone. I didn't like that one. Best show. Hi, best show. Welcome. No? Okay. Best show. Hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This This is Eric from Los Angeles. Where in Los Angeles are you from, Eric? Uh, Hancock Park, just over the Brea Tar Pits area. Ah, very nice, very nice. Near the museum. Yes, the museums. Yes. What can I do for what? you, Chief? Uh, first of all, i got one for the topic. What do you got? Uh, I know how much uh, you despise Stewie Dan. 
there's one song by Steely Dan that I think is possibly the single most offensive. Which one is that? Uh, Janie Runaway from Two Against Nature. And how's that go? So, uh, after he talks about taking the minor across state lines, uh, the, uh, the out chorus goes something like, who has a friend named Melanie? Who's not afraid to try new things? Yeah. Who gets to spend her birthday in Spain? Possibly you, Janie Runaway. Yuck. That guy, guy sucks. <laughs> that band sucks and that guy sucks. That's just bad all around. <laughs> Well, it's, it's more specific. And he can't about sing. The actual... He also can't sing. That's the other thing. He can't <laughs> sing, but he thinks he can sing. Mm-hmm. And Bob Dylan, look, Bob Dylan couldn't sing either. But he's playing in a band uh, like Ramshackle stuff. This dude's going in like with these studio musicians. I mean, if anything, if that guy was going to have equivalent music behind him, he should have been backed up by the Shags for his singing God, ability. Yes, yes, yes. So I had I had one uh, I need a suggestion from you. Uh, right. I am going to be running the Los Angeles Marathon this weekend. Nice. And I'd like you to suggest a song for me to put on my iPod. Hmm. One that'll get you fired up. Doesn't matter. Just a song. Well, you want one that it's not going to make you mellow out, right? Not going <laughs> to make you suddenly go go. Uh, Look, this guy's on Twitter now saying he's sorry. Don't worry, bro. You flopped. It's okay. It happens. You flopped on my birthday show. It's okay. I had 15 minutes left in my birthday. You took up a chunk of it with your, your phone that didn't work correctly. That's all right. That's okay. Well, next year. There'll be another birthday next year. So what you got for me? A song that'll get you pumped up. Yeah. Nah, I thought you said it didn't have to get you pumped up. Well, it sounds like you want to pump me up. Are oh, you running? Why don't you put some... Uh, wah, 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 wah. What do you got on there already? It's not empty, right? Uh, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to have a little destroyer. Nice. Uh, possibly a little new pornographers. Ah. Uh, a little Todd Rundgren, Ooh. because that's the kind of thing I like. Possibly some John Zorn. Okay. Do you have any hip-hop on there? I could use some. Why don't you put the song Ocean 7 by Freeway on there? Ocean 7 by Freeway. Yeah. That'll get you. That'll get you to blow your your pace on the thing and then uh, overheat too quickly and conk out. Yeah, going to be 85 degrees at the finish line apparently so that'll be a lot of fun well i think it's fantastic that you're doing that and and i uh support you and i hope you get through it with flying colors thank you sir have a great let me know how it goes back best show hi con how's it going oh it's going good what's up bro well you know, I wanted to call and wish you a happy birthday. Thank you. And and just say, you know, uh, I've been having kind of a bummer day, and listening to the best show really cheered me up, and I feel like the best show is always there when I need it. And well, that's nice of you to say. Uh, I, well, I, uh, why, why would somebody say to me, 
Do you miss it? Like somebody's saying they're such a huge fan of it. Why, why would people not know this happens? Why? Why would people not know, know the show's back? What do I have to do? Hire a, a, a bleeping skywriter? What do I got to do? You could try what talking to start Peyton Manning busking? about it. Yeah. What do I got to do? Kiss Peyton Manning on the <laughs> sideline? Oh, it drives me nuts. I'm banging my head against the wall here. I know. It's frustrating. I can't even imagine. Do you miss it? Miss what? I did it two nights ago. <laughs> well, I'll be, yeah, I miss it. You know, it's been two days since I've done it, so. Oh, no, I'm so embarrassed. Yeah, you should be. Yes. Oh, a su- real super fan, huh? Real super fan. <laughs> oh, it was uh, heartbreaking. Like, I should also put, uh, somebody said Crusades by effed up. Is good. That'll get you fired. Put two snakes on there by uh, effed up too. And year of the ox. Those are good. Yeah. But I'm just—it's dispiriting. You know what I mean? Yeah. You think you know? You try. You try your best, and then life's just like no. You know, not even close, buddy. I know. You lose. I'm just going straight up, Lou and Davis on this on this mf'er, <laughs> right? You know, yeah, you know, it's funny. You talk about how good that movie is, and it's one of those things where I really love that movie, but it's almost too hard for me to watch because I'm just like, I get it. Yeah. I get this guy. Well, you spent an hour and 50 minutes watching that thing. You spent three doing this thing every week. <laughs> you had your own double-length Lewin Davis every week. Thank you, I think. Why can't we break through, bro? Why? Why do people not like this show? Why don't they know it's back? Why can't we break through? I mean, some people know, you know, we, some of us like it. <laughs> it's still as great as it ever really, was. I'm telling you, and look, I know that's the thing. The show's better than it, 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 it. I'm at the peak of my powers right now. The peak of my powers. But I'm ready to walk off this thing. I'm ready to Jim Brown this bleeper. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. You know, if I can be the voice of the best show audience, you know, those of us that are listening, we, we appreciate that you're here every week. and well, we, I, we I, Look, I appreciate oh. that. I, I do. I really do. I just, I'm watching this uh, this thing. It's like a, a sinking ship. I got, I hear some of these people on like satellite radio, some of the, the least talented people I've ever heard in my life. And someone's handing them a check on a Thursday saying, here, this is what you get for talking. Should have joined the Panoply yeah. Network. Should have done it. <laughs> yeah, man. I only recently found out about Panoply. That's a whole new... I blew it. I blew it. It's like the end of Easy Rider. We blew it. <laughs> Me and AP, Mike riding motorcycles, right? Yeah. The guy's leaning out the window, pointing this, you know, trying to run you off the road. I should have made some different decisions. Maybe I got to just pack this thing. Because I'm telling you this. If slash when this thing goes away, I'm not saying it to be dramatic or whatever. I got other, I got things I got to try. I don't know. I want to, should be doing a movie or something. You know what I mean? Like writing yeah. things and doing these other things. And if this thing's in, if this thing ain't going to fly, if this thing ain't going to grow wings like Red Bull, like Avalanche Bob said earlier, <laughs> I just don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. How many much work I bang my head against the wall? Do you miss it? 
Oh, I'm such a huge fan. Such a super fan of the show. Do you miss it? And then I hear these thing thing. Welcome to whatever that one was, right? The one. And look, I never got more grief uh, in the last year than when I made fun of that welcome to Night Vale thing. <laughs> when I teased it a little bit, I've honestly never heard a second of it in my life. I don't know it was, what it's about. It was pretty, what it is. pretty shallow teasing. I don't know. Yeah, it was barely teasing. I was doing the, the thing. Welcome to Nightshade. You should have <laughs> seen the nasty stuff written to me from those. The problem people. is, the fan, you know, the fans of that show, they're, it's. I mean, you know, I shouldn't start ragging on somebody. Maybe else. they're the, anyway, maybe but. it's the greatest show ever. I have no idea. I've never. I truly have never heard it. I teased it a little bit. Hey, that's a problem. I got maybe this thing's just. Uh, I need a gimmick with it. I don't know. Maybe it's just. Maybe it didn't happen. Maybe this is my uh, Zwan. Maybe this version of the best show is Zwan, right? No, no. Maybe it's Zwan. I disagree. No, it might be Zwan. We might be Zwaning it up in here. I, I disagree piece. strongly, Tom. You know what I mean? Maybe it's Zwan. What's another? Maybe it's GTR or what another group that <laughs> tried to Rossington to make Mike resonate with him a little bit. Maybe it's maybe it's Rossington Collins band, Mike. That's fine. You know what I mean? I got things I want to try, but I, I'm, I'm banging my head against the wall trying to keep this thing rolling on the business side of things, and I just yeah. there ain't enough hours in the day. I don't know. You know, I don't. I don't I'm not going to try to be too serious or anything. Oh, but what yeah. do you want to get out of the best show? What do I want to enjoy it? But I want it to be. Uh, I want it to be viable. Yeah, that's all. I'm not looking to break the bank with it. I'm not looking to do uh, the, the 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 numbers that some of these things do. But it it can't be what it, it sustainable. Be, you need it to be sustainable. Yes, exactly. It just ain't that though, and uh, I don't know. I just at some point some point i just gotta look myself in the mirror and just say i don't know well i gotta figure it out you know i love it more than anything in my life i can yeah. say that in terms of anything else i've done creatively we don't know we'll see birthdays make some people go oh it's so much fun other people get super introspective i have yeah, found no, I mine, have mine is coming up and i'm 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 already feeling those feelings i'm in the second in the second camp Thanks for the thanks, bro. I'll talk to you later. Best show. Hi, Tom. How you doing? Good. Who's this? Uh, this is Matt from Oldbridge. Yes. And uh, I'm just calling uh, for the topic. Yo, what do you got? Uh, I got uh, minor threats guilty of being white. Yeah, that's a that's a rough one. That's a rough one. Mm-hmm. You'd almost think it was written by d- d- dumb kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> They were dumb kids, but I, I, that's a that's a that's a one I've always never found the 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 you know I don't know I've always struggled with that one. Yeah, totally. I didn't write and, it. Uh, I didn't write it, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I have another offensive song. What do you got? Uh, Public Enemies meet the G that killed me on that's Fear of a Black rough Planet. one too. That's yeah. the one. It's like uh, man, man uh, what is it? Man with man, the parts don't fit, right? Yes. Yeah, that's, uh-huh. that's, that's a super. I that always upset me. Uh huh. Yeah. Man. No, that's 
Yeah, that's, uh, I love that album, but yeah, that song. Always just, hated it. Oh, it felt yeah. the first time I heard it, it made, it made me, uh, pretty queasy to be a fan of those dudes. Yeah. You know, I'm with you. Thanks, buddy. All right. Best show. Hey, Tom, happy birthday. What's up? Hey, I, uh, I have a couple, uh, songs Thank for you. you. By the way. My birthday's over now. Your birthday's officially over. Oh. Yeah, it's done. Okay. Better well. luck next year, kid. Right. <laughs> what do you got for me, Chief? How about uh, Art Lover by the Kinks? What what album's that on again? I'm 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 not. not, uh, not... Art Art Lover is on. Uh, I believe it's Give the People What They Want. Okay, yeah, that's why I'm not. It's a late era, and um, and the the lyrics are about watching little girls in the park. Mm-hmm. And then at, at some point he starts saying like, "Ah, uh, come to daddy, Ew. come to daddy, I'll give you some spangles." <laughs> Yuck. Yeah, it's 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 pretty gross. That's very gross. <laughs> Not for me, man. <laughs> yeah, you know I don't else? recommend it. It's very gross, as opposed to Terry Gross, who does nothing but make money talking into a microphone. Right. Right. Look at what we're doing here. Look at what you get from an episode of The Best Show. This is what you could get any any given time. You get a sound collage. You get uh, the Sharpling and Worcester stuff. You get the... Uh, I don't want to go into it. Get off my phone! I'm leaving. I'm out of here. Am I wrong, Mike? No. No. Do you miss it? F you. I'm going to give you the masses beatdown. Masses style. They duty in masses. Surround you. They surround you, then they move you out. They move the circle out. Like a huddle. You don't even know someone's in the middle of it. Next thing you know, you find yourself getting... uh, Prison style. At two. At two drunky. <laughs> right? At two beer breath. <laughs> oh, one more call, then we say goodnight. Best show. Hi, Tom. How are you? Fantastic. How are you? I'm okay. What can I do for uh... you, Chief? I had a suggestion for the most offensive song. What do you got? Uh, that song, Mambo Number no. 5, by that guy with that pencil mustache. Bud Abbott? Uh, no, it's newer than that. The guy, he's just calling out women's names. Lubega! Yeah. What's offensive Very- about it, that he's calling out the names of ladies? Yeah, just random ladies, and that's his deal, just to call out all these ladies, and that's his good time, and... I guess, yeah. It's very, I find it offensive. Yeah, what are you going to do, bro? Nah, I guess nothing, bro. You know what I'm going to do, bro? I'm going to say goodnight to you. And I'm going to say thank you, everybody, for listening. I appreciate the support. Not trying to be whiny here. I'm just being honest on my birthday. These are the things you go through. On this show, I've tried to always just say uh, say how I'm feeling as I'm feeling it. 
I'll be back next week. We're going to play something on the way out by Royal Trucks because we played something on the way in by them. And I could do what I want here. From Veterans of Disorder, one of their all-time greatest songs. Water Park! <laughs> 